welcome to the bonus track. Hallelujah. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a bonus track. Bonus. Bonus. So, we were talking a lot about books, and this is has nothing to do with books. I thought it might be cool to talk about Valentine's Day. Yeah? Because it's, it's coming up. It is, next weekend. Yeah. But before I get to the Valentine's Day thing, I forgot to ask you in the book review mm-hmm. earlier. Like, I don't know if you do this, but I do this. Like, I'll start on a book, and if I don't know the author very well, like, like you know, okay, Token, you know, Lewis, you know. I don't know even, but like these new authors, right? I'll Google who they are. Okay. I just want to see their face. Like, yeah. What do they look like? So the book I'm reading, um, Tax-Free Income for Life, um, David McKnight. What's he look like? He looks like a douchebag. Does he? He does. Mm. And uh, I'm not saying he is a douchebag. Just looks like it. And then that kind of just... It affects how you view the rest of the book? Yeah, because I, I kind of like, uh, uh, what do you, I kind of like envision him talking to me. <laughs> and you want to punch him in the I, face? Fuck you, man. <laughs> what do you know? What do you know? You have all these PhDs. What do you know? Yeah, I totally get it. Yeah. So. Like when I'm reading a book and if they've already made a movie about it. Yeah. And they've cast somebody in the movie that I think is a horrible choice. It's almost like, ugh, I can't. I I can't even. But I don't do that with directors of movies. Like, I don't, you know, like, Steven Spielberg is not, like, great to look at, but he makes good movies. Mm-hmm. Right? And then... Yeah. Well, maybe you should reserve your opinion for when you finish the book. Well, I mean, it, he sounds good. Like, I don't know what he sounds like, but he's, yeah. like, I'm reading his words. At times, he is a little patronizing, though. Well, I mean... Like, he's got the 10 million already. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I've, I've heard people like him talk before. It's yeah. like you utilizing fear to make you feel like you're inadequate. Yeah, he's like, oh, you got a million dollars already stashed away? That's not enough. Yeah, asshole. which is kind of an asshole thing to say. You need $10 million. Which is not true. I don't know. I'm not retired. I don't know. I think you should finish the book before well, and, yeah. and report back before we... There's only, there's only 140 pages, so I'm pretty sure I can finish it. I just need to take my Ritalin and I'll be good to go. I mean, $10 million, that just seems completely excessive. Well, Especially when our retirement plan, we're just going to live in the Holiday Inn Express. Mm, that's true. What's the Holiday Inn that has free happy hour? I think all of them, right? Or do they just do breakfast? I'm not sure. There's one that has... Oh, you know what? When I first got out of college and was traveling for work a lot, I would stay at... Oh my gosh, what's it called? The Homewood Suites. What is that? Like an offshoot It's like a Hilton. Offshoot of a Hilton? Yeah, like a cheap Mm -hmm. Hilton. But it was was fine. Um, But it's for people like me who just traveled for work. So people who make... Not a whole lot of money, but I have to travel for work. They get free happy hour, 
and it's a decently nice hotel. So you know Motel 6, right? Yes. We'll leave the light on for you? Yeah. Remember that? Okay, so I've ne I had never stayed in a Motel 6. Never. Not because not I'm snobby or anything, but uh, because I usually have, when I travel, I travel with the kids. And right. I, I try to go to places that have a swimming pool or something, right? Well, anyway, I was traveling, uh, I, was, I was doing a documentary and I was on the road. And one of the things you try to do is cut your expenses, like keep it low. Right. So I decided to stay at a Motel 6. And the kids are with you or no? No, no, no. Okay. Um, so, you know, it was a, it was a road trip. And um, so I just found every Motel 6 on the route. And I said, okay, I'll stay there that night. I'll stay there that night. And I had this sort of vision of Motel 6. You know, we'll leave the light on for you. Yeah, Tombo, Tombo Debt. Yeah, that fucking guy, man. He really skewed your... Yeah. He did, he did his job. So I, I went to a Motel 6, and my first night, well, the lights didn't turn on. I turned on the switch. I got my key. There's no, like, electronic VIN card. It's just a, a, a key with a big, heavy keychain. Right. Right? Like the one you get in the bathroom in the convenience store. Was it um, your door was facing the outside? All of them, yeah. Yeah. Right? And I said, oh, all right. I get a key. Turn the key. I turn the thing. The light's on. and It wouldn't go on. So I thought, okay, maybe I need to put a, a card in those things That's to turn on the power. That is technology that was not well, a the, part of the Motel 6 yeah, family. so I, I was looking for that, but there obviously there was nothing. And uh, so I called the front desk and they said, oh, your lights don't work. I go, no, my lights don't work. Can I get another room? And they go, oh, we're kind of full. Did you tell them that Tom Bodette specifically told you? Well, yeah. That I the said, lights would be on. For I mean, I felt like I was going to say that, but I, you know, I'm, I don't know if you know this, but I'm Asian. And I'm in the middle of, like, Hillbilly Avenue. Where is Hillbilly Avenue? I don't know. You know, in, Inland Empire, California. Oh, well, if you're in California, you're, you're nowhere near Hillbilly <laughs> Empire, I'll tell you that. So I did want to complain, but, like, it was dark. So they were able to, I think it was this breaker issue. So they just reset the breaker and my lights turned on. The room was sort of clean, sort of. That's what you look for in a hotel. Yeah. Sort and, of. And <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, this is nothing like what the commercials were saying. Surprise! Motel 6 sucks. Well, yeah. Motel 6 is is a, a fantasy of what they, they hope roadside... I mean, it's literally a roadside motel. Yeah. So motel. I, yeah, it was... Late, it was like 2 a.m. I just went to bed. I was scared for my life. Are you upset that you were a victim of Tom Bodette's yeah, marketing it's like, prowess? It was like false advertising. And yeah. then after that, I canceled all of my Motel 6 reservations and I looked for uh, what's the Hyatt one? Um, it's an offshoot of Hyatt. Uh, I forget what it's called. Like a Comfort Inn? Something like that. And they did free continental breakfast 
Oh, that's the best. You get to go downstairs and you see everybody else that's staying in the hotel at the same time. Yeah, and I didn't know what a continental breakfast was until I had You get a, con- a Danish and a cup of coffee. Or like cereal in those jars, <laughs> those stupid <laughs> jars. And you're like, how long has that cereal been in there? <laughs> and I was like, oh man, I, I, need to, I need to get to a Weston and get a heavenly bed or something so yeah i toughed it out and i finished that road trip but yeah fuck fuck hotel motel six that's dude there's nothing about a motel six i mean people probably were like killed in that motel six room that i was in they probably like dismembered them in the tub there's probably many a congressman that got caught doing something he shouldn't in a motel Six. i mean i wish my experience was that exciting but it wasn't it was just like the lights didn't turn on I had to complain, and even when I complained, they had they had to like have a reason to like make an effort to put the power back on. <laughs> I need to charge my cameras, you know, and I need to charge the camera, battery cameras. It was uh, I'll never forget that road trip. But anyway, the uh, bonus track is not about Motel Six. It's well, maybe it is because it's Valentine's themed, you know, and you want to get in the room. Please don't. All right. Valentine's. What's your ideal Valentine date? I'm not asking for me. I'm asking for the audience. I mean, it's it's not just, uh, you know, just Valentine's Day. Any ideal date. Okay. Is a anything that is not my idea. All right. And B. Anything that does not involve a crowd. This is even pre-COVID. Yeah. Yeah. COVID's been an introvert's dream. Let's be honest. So, like, um, my ideal Valentine's date is kind of like Thanksgiving, where I don't have to do anything. Or somebody cooks for you. Yeah. A feast. (laughs) It's like... Why did I get work so hard? Yeah. I mean, it's Valentine's. Like, we should both do something. Right? Yeah. Why do I got to do all the things? Not that you make me do anything, but... Right. I'm just speaking for mankind. Yeah, you don't. Are you saying that you don't think the men should have to put in all the work for Valentine's Day? I don't want to come out and say that. You can say it. But I think I'm saying that. Is that how you feel? Is that you always do the work every Valentine's Day? No, no, no. You have to uh, understand something. I'm not speaking on my behalf. I'm speaking on behalf of mankind. So you think there's like this undue pressure on men to put together this elaborate Valentine's Day date? Well, let's put, yeah, let's put things. Or big romantic gesture. Yeah, let's step back a, a second and think about it. Like, when you think of Valentine's Day as a woman, you're not stressing over, like, flowers. You're like, oh, what, I need to get the flowers. Because the women get the flowers. Well, but what's the male equivalent of flowers? Can we get you flowers? Uh, yeah, you can get me flowers. Do you like flowers? Sometimes. I like cigars better. Okay, so you want a cigar bouquet. Then I have a bouquet could just be one really nice cigar. Okay. But I'm just saying that the whole notion of Valentine's Day is like 
try to like be romantic and be over the top but is that really the definition of a great valentine's day no i don't think any woman really just expects it to be over the top crazy romantic right i think most women probably just want like a even just a tiny gesture like opening like a card oh a card yeah that's it and just write a sweet note inside you don't have to fight the crowd and take me to dinner you don't have to like do you judge like if you get a spread rose petals everywhere do you like when you get a valentine's card do you just turn around turn it to the back and see like if it's hallmark or american greetings no never like oh and then do you look at the like how much the card costs no, who does this? I'm just, I mean, that's how men think, though. No. Men think this way. No, never. I don't even look at the Valentine's card in the front. I, I flip it around. I go, how much was this card? No. Oh, it's $7. We don't think about that. I'll buy the $7 card. What I do think is funny is when you come maybe, like, pick us up at 7.30 and we find the receipt from Payless at 7.25. Well, you know, you want it fresh. <laughs> <laughs> flowers. It's like buying meat. You know, you want to just <laughs> you want to buy as fresh as possible. Cuz that's my favorite thing to do is to go to the grocery store on Valentine's at like 6 7ish and just see the men in line mm-hmm. who are buying like single roses or chocolates or flowers or whatever. Yeah. And I and I wish that people didn't feel such pressure to deliver, but it is funny to see them like kind of sweat a little bit yeah well that line you talk about right all the guys in the line they look at each other with the same expression like oh yeah just in time baby and then there's a woman in the line who doesn't have a valentine's a valentine and um like she's just buying grocery and she's in the middle of the line with where all the guys are holding like you know barely acceptable roses or right or whatever and um and she's thinking to herself why can't i have a nice guy like that waiting last minute in the line at payless i mean i'm not saying that women don't appreciate it right i'm just saying it's kind of funny to see the panic in the face so like obviously until you met me (laughs) i mean valentine's day was mediocre at best oh i've never had a good valentine's day before you babe so but let's just assume that there was some good ones um prior to me what i mean you know and and what's let's what's the what's like the workflow here like do you, do you like, oh, that's, that was a great dinner. What, what makes a good dinner? I, I like a dinner that's, I mean, even if it's like grabbing a couple of hot dogs and going to just sit on the beach or, I mean, it doesn't have to be expensive. It just has to feel like, like there was, you know, I like, Women like to feel like you want to spend time with them. Right. And it doesn't have to be filet mignon, wine, candles, 
at an expensive restaurant. And honestly, for most, at least for me, Valentine's Day isn't that important. Really? No. Yeah. So all this time, I've been stressing for no good reason. Why are you stressing? I, I don't stress. I'm not a man that stresses. Yeah, but I haven't given you any indication that no, you but have the, to the, deliver it, on Valentine's Day. The buildup is there. The buildup. Like, like, I've often wondered, like, what if you just gave her a great breakfast, but the rest of the day was plain? Like, you know, you went and got her mimosa and, and uh, you know, an omelet where the egg was flown in from Paris. And it was this great fucking breakfast, right? The best breakfast they ever, ever had. But then lunch was mediocre, like, you know, like a quarter pounder and cheese. And then dinner was like, you want to eat? You had a great breakfast. I mean, would that work? No, right? I mean, I'm not talking about you. I'm not talking about you. Who are these people that are having three meals a day together? Well, Well, I just wonder that because, like, you can have a shitty breakfast and a shitty lunch on Valentine's. And then the if the dinner is grand... That's what. That's that's great. That's a great Valentine's Day. Is the dinner was like four course, you know, fancy restaurant. But what if you did it the opposite way, where you did like a four course breakfast, for example, and then just had mediocre lunch and mediocre dinner? Would that be okay? Or is it, is there something about dinner that makes Valentine's Day like oh that that shit was on point? My husband, guess, my boyfriend did an awesome job on Valentine's I Day. I guess dinner tends to be the traditional meal that you really kind of pull out all the stops for. Um, I think breakfast sounds amazing. All right. Because uh, then, then you're done. Then you can just enjoy the rest of the day. Yeah, you can slack off the whole day. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to do anything special. You can watch your sports. You can play your video games. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. I mean, that's not what I do, but I'm just saying for mankind. I speak for mankind. Right. right. No, and I, I, I think... Like, hey, I gave you a great breakfast. I'm going to go out with the boys now. Um, no. No, that doesn't work, right? No, I think you should probably stick around. I mean, I wouldn't do that. You know this. Yeah. Right. I think Valentine's Day is probably just one of those days that you just you just stick around. That's kind of like why I, you know I like I like the the way that the Japanese celebrate Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day, the women do it all the work. They do like they make it special for the men. Mm-hmm. And then on March, they call it White Day. That's when the guys do something. So, like, it's like, uh, you know, separate but equal. Oh. To borrow a, but why you know, can't pre-civil rights term. So, if you're talking about doing breakfast, right. why can't you do breakfast and then the girl does dinner? I don't know. I'm, I'm all for that. But I'm just saying, like, Valentine's Day. So, in your... Better have a in, good gift. In better your have a good dinner. experience, mm-hmm. you've been the one that puts all the effort in for Valentine's Day. Again, I'm not speaking for myself. Well, I mean, I'm asking for you, for yourself. Are you... For you, mankind. No, no, no. I'm asking you personally. Are you the one that puts in the effort for Valentine's Day? Um, 
Like, do you feel that pressure? Did I tell you that I'm reading a book? About tax-free income? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, what if Valentine's Day was like, hey, I would have bought you this thing, but I want a tax-free retirement for us. But I have to save $10 million. So, so I so am here's unable so- to purchase. Yeah. So here's a sausage McMuffin, which was a dollar. <laughs> I'm unable to take you to a nice dinner because of priorities. Right. But but hey, you know, one day we'll be at the Holiday Inn eating a continental breakfast. If we have $10 million in the bank and we're eating continental breakfast at Holiday Inn, I'll be upset about it. Even if we're members? If we're members? Like, hey, we're members of the Holiday Inn. They have membership? I, I would think so. Okay. Yeah, I would feel like, what are we doing at the Holiday Inn? All right. So what's your ideal Valentine's Day? Again. Like you, womankind. You're speaking for womankind. Um, I would really enjoy just being able to get uninterrupted work done. <laughs> that is not <laughs> what other women think. Yeah, I'm not, a, I'm not, I'm not the usual chica. Well, what's the, what's, like, I hate to generalize a whole gender. Okay. Here's, let me just walk everybody through this. When she wakes up, if you live together, have a card on her nightstand. And say good morning. Just say good morning. Right. Good morning, darling. Good morning, love, whatever. Okay. If you don't live with her, text. Good morning. Really? Text? Not a phone call? Give her it. No, no, no. I didn't say that. Yeah. Give her a text so she can wake up to it. Oh, I see. And then say, I'll call you soon. Okay. Uh, okay. That's next, if you don't live with her. Correct. Because if you live with her, if you shouldn't you text with, her. Yeah. If you text if <laughs> if you text me from the other side of the bed, I'll be upset. Like, hey, I was just stro- I was just flipping through Instagram hey, and I wanted to say good morning. Connect later. Yeah. So. That's the morning. Afternoon, it's got to be a pass. Mm. I mean, it also kind of is tricky because Valentine's Day this year is on a Sunday. Oh, is it? I mean, I knew that. I but think. Is it? I'm sure you knew that. I think it's Saturday. I. Is it? I want to say. Hold it's on, Saturday. let me look at my calendar. I don't know either. It's not that big of a deal to me. You see? It's on a Sunday. Oh, that's what I meant. So. That's what I meant. Yeah, so the thing is... Monday, Thursday, Wednesday. It's kind of setting guys up for failure because they're, if if you don't work on Sunday, you're literally expected to be available all day long, which is so silly. Um, but do the, do the nice card mm-hmm. and or text leading into a call in the morning. Lunch, you can deflect. Okay. You can say, hey... Um, enjoy your day, relax, put your feet up. I will see you at five o'clock. I've got, a, I've got something planned. Get some bitchin' happy hour ready for you. And you know what? As far as I'm concerned, it would be so cool if you talked about happy hour, if somebody just had a bottle of wine, maybe a cheese board. 
cheese board. Go get some, go get some uh, cheddar cheese. Cheese wits. And wheat thins. Wheat thins. Some okay. grapes and some like salami. Right. Put it on a board and take it to like picnic. Mm. That's just the the co- effort is the what coordination. You're the thought is wonderful. Right. If you have the means to take somebody out to a really nice steak dinner, sushi dinner, any type of dinner, do that. Right. It's great. They like the preparation in advance. Women like feeling like they are being treated to something that is unusual for this particular relationship. Do something out of the ordinary. So like hire a clown. (laughs) (laughs) Like, hey, I got you a clown. Now do that thing with the balloon. Make a poodle. Also, Mm. and this is to you directly. Oh, not mankind. No, just you directly. Okay. Try not to um, incorporate the McRib into any sort of Valentine's plan. Like, oh, hey, well, where do you want to eat? I hear the McRib is back. No. No. Mm -mm. That's not special enough. I mean, what if it was like the McRib wasn't back? I've never met a woman who likes the McRib that much. If she does, you should marry her tomorrow. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm glad I asked these questions because... Um, it's the little things. Well, it changes a lot of my plans. Why? What did you have planned? Uh, I had to make the fucking rave ready to go. No onions. No, abort. So, if you receive jewelry, um, flowers, mm-hmm. clothes... Okay. Right? These are pretty traditional gifts. Correct. Correct, right? Um, Well, like with clothes, for example, would you rather have it be something you would like to wear to work, or would you rather have clothes that I would like you to wear to bed? I think... Like, is that a gift for me or is that a gift for you? It really varies with each woman because some women may not like it. I think it may be at some point presumptuous to give a woman, I assume you're you're solely speaking out about lingerie. Yes, yes. Yeah. Some women may find that presumptuous. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're just dating. Correct. So it's not advisable for everybody. Um, I think if you were in a committed relationship and you are very comfortable with intimacy with your partner, sure. And because I think that your partner would also want to be able to provide you with kind of a reciprocal... Like, women don't give sexy underwears to men on Valentine's Day. No. No, it doesn't work that way. I know. I already know what to give you. Give you a book. I mean, be still my beating heart. Right. Yeah. I'll give you a book that doesn't have rhyming words in it. 
Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's the, that's the thing is like, don't just go with the stereotypical gift or what you think people want on Valentine's Day. Think about what your partner actually likes and then make even just the smallest gesture to say, I was thinking about you. I appreciate you. Right. Well, you know, I have a special dinner planned for you. Do you? Yeah, usually I cook, but we're going to Jimmy's Izakaya at Tumon Bay. Ooh, they just moved, huh? Yeah, I made reservations and everything. I'm super excited. Yeah, I didn't make it five minutes before uh, <laughs> dinner. <laughs> I'm super excited. Um, and I think it was really sweet of you to do that. Well, I, uh, I even got the outdoor so that you can smoke a cigar if you need to. Oh, that's so nice because I smoke so many cigars. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm thoughtful that way. I'll get you a pop-up book. I'd like that. Right? Yeah. Pop-up books are great. Yeah. You know how much effort is made? It's, it's artistry. I mean, somebody's got to cut that thing out and make sure it pops up. All right, well... Let's say goodnight. Hasta la vista. Evie. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. <laughs>